Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel and welcome back to the AMM Torah Podcast. I mentioned last week that I was going to send out a link to a new article that I wrote concerning the Akedah and its impact on our lives nowadays. Um, I apologize that did not go up this week. Hopefully it will be up on Matzei Shabbos. And uh, if you want more information about how you can uh, how you can see that article and how you can get that article to your inbox, uh, please listen to the end of the podcast while I'll give the information. But in the meantime, let's get right into the Dvar Torah for this week, Parsha Shmos. So we've moved past the stories of Sefer Bereshus with Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov and the Shvatim and everyone coming down to Mitzrayim, and now we've come into Sefer Shmos, which the first difference between uh, Sefer Bereshus and Sefer Shmos, I would say, is that the Bnei Yaakov, the children of Yaakov, have now become Bnei Yisrael. They've become a nation. From a group of 70 people that came down to Mitzrayim, they now number in the hundreds of thousands, even in the millions, possibly. And as we all know the story, uh, the Parsha starts off, and with a little help from the Medrash, we know that Paro tricked Bnei Yisrael into becoming his slaves. And at this point, they've been working for him for years and years, and they have very little hope of freedom. And throughout this time, there is no mention of anything from Hashem. The, the Parsha really starts off uh, uh, really with Moshe's birth and Moshe growing into an adult and eventually having to leave Mitzrayim. And again, the Bnei Israel at this point have been slaves. We know, we know that they were slaves for 210 years. So at this point, we're talking about centuries of slavery, and they haven't heard a thing from Hashem. And all of a sudden, we get a whole bunch of references in the Psukim uh, of Hashem remembering his obligations towards Bnei Israel. So let's look at that. This is at the end of Perik Beis, uh, Pasuk Chaf Dalet. So it says... Hashem heard the cry, Nakasam, their cry, meaning of Bnei Israel. Hashem remembered his bris that he had made with Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. Now we're in the next pasuk, pasuk Chavhei, again in Parak Beis. Hashem saw the Bnei Israel, Vayeda Elokim, and Hashem knew. So within these two psukim, we have four phrases. Uh, we have Vayishma Elokim Esnakasam, Vayiskar Elokim Espriso, Vayar Elokim Espanei Israel, Vayeda Elokim. So we have these four phrases that come and they say that Hashem is all of a sudden paying attention to Bnei Israel. He hears what's going on with them, he hears all the problems that they're having, and he remembers his obligations towards them. So it's been 200 years. What happened all of a sudden now? Now, within two psukim, we have four phrases uh, that show that Hashem is paying attention. So the Ramban says that we need to go back a pasuk to really understand these two. Back to pasuk of Gimel, which I skipped on the way in, because otherwise this Devar Torah wouldn't be as cool. Um, but uh, we go back to pasuk of Gimel again in Perik Beis. It says, Vayihi bayamim harabim ahem, after many days, and the king of Mitzrayim died, and Bnei Israel sighed because of the labor, and they cried out, and their cry went up to Hashem uh, from the work. And if you remember, we said in Hashem heard their cry, this is the cry that he heard. So the Mepharshim say, if you look, the word Vayizaku, 
here in Pasuk of Gimel, and they cried out. The Mepharshim explained that that means that they dive into Hashem. Now, if we go back to Pasuk of Hay for a second, it said, Vayar Elokim es Yisrael, Elokim. Hashem saw the Bnei Yisrael, and Hashem knew. What does it mean that Hashem knew? So Rashi explains that until now, Hashem had been practicing Hester Panim. He had been, quote-unquote, hiding himself from Bnei Yisrael and allowing them, them to suffer in their slavery. But at this point, Vayeda Elokim, he knew them. Rashi says it means that he stopped doing Hester Panim. He, started, he placed his eyes on them, Rashi says. He stopped ignoring their suffering and began to take the steps necessary to begin the Geula, to begin the redemption. And this was especially significant. Why? Says the Ramban, at this point in time, the Bnei Yisrael were not worthy of being redeemed. Yet because of their tfilos, because Vayizaku to Hashem, because they cried out to Hashem, Hashem redeemed them anyway. And says the Ramban, the Torah here is sharing with us a secret of the universe. It's sharing with us a fundamental concept of the universe. Even though they didn't deserve it, the Bnei Yisrael, while they were in Mitzrayim, were redeemed earlier than they were supposed to be because they davened, because of these special tefillos. And that's why the Pasuk gives us at least four different references of Hashem, quote-unquote, waking up, of Him realizing His obligations towards us. Because even though they weren't worthy, because they davened to Hashem, He was forced to change directions from what He was planning on doing and redeem the nation earlier than expected. And that's why there's four of them, because it's showing that it was, such a, it was such a change, it caused such a shift in what the plan of the world was, that Hashem had to change. Now this idea, this secret that the Torah shares with us, is applicable even nowadays. We don't know, and we can't know, how long our current Gullus will last, how long this exile will last. But if we follow this principle, if we follow this idea of Vayizaku, if we, if we daven, we learn from Bnei Yisrael and Mitzrayim that we can force Hashem to remember us and pay attention to our situation. And this will, Bezrat Hashem, help bring our Geula to us. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget, you can check out the blog directly at oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com. That's where Ancient Ideas for the Modern Mind blog is hosted. And of course, if you sign up for our email newsletter, you can receive the written version of this Tvar Torah in your email inbox every week. Just email me, please, at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. And that is also how you can receive the link to the Akeda article I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. And once again, please email me to sign up for the newsletter, and you will get the links to... to all our weekly Divrei Torah, as well as our podcasts, and of course, that Akeda article, which should be coming up on Matzei Shabbos. If you are not signed up for our newsletter, I hope you will, but if you don't, you can still get that article uh, on the Nation's Wisdom blog. That's nationswisdom.blogspot.com. And of course, you can download the podcasts on iTunes. Just search for the Amen Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel, or you can download it from my website, hashkafahandbook.com. Just click on the podcast tab. While you're there, please check out my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Hashkafa. And you can check us out on the various social media platforms, as always, facebook.com slash and on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtorah. 
Thank you very much again for listening and have a great Shabbos. Talk to you next week.